Okay, so today is staff number um, 50, where are we? Today is 53, and yesterday was 52. We'll do a review yesterday's staff. Today's, I'm that our learning should be a schos, Lili, Nishmas, Yitzchak, Heschel, Ben, Avram Gedalia, and also for Fushlema, for Das Basranya, for Bracha Bashashana, for Amy Bastvora, what? Masha? Basgita. Um, and all else who need a refuah. And with that, let's uh, start our review. So we started off yesterday at the Tashma at the bottom of the page. We're trying to see who's right between uh, Bay and Rav and the Machlokas. Whether Kedushan, Shemus, or Nabiyah is a Kedushan or not, where you cannot consummate the marriage. What's the story? So we started off with a riot. It talks about two people. They married two sisters, and they don't know who they're married to. So in order to, uh, to, to get out of that situation, you have to each give a get. And um, if what, um, so doesn't that imply that even though they can't, consummate their marriage because they don't know to whom they're married, it's still a marriage enough that they have to give a get. So the Gemara says, no, that was also a case where they knew in the beginning and then they got confused afterwards. They they knew, they recognized which one was which and now, you know, I, don't know, I guess they're identical twins, they look very similar, but they used to know at one point and then they, I don't know. Now, now they can't, now they can't tell them apart. Um, and it fits in because it says any idea, not any adua. Okay. Um, so anyway, that's how we, that's how it's not a raya against rava. So the gemara says, what's the chiddush? And the chiddush is, what do you do in a scenario of halitza? So it says, if one of them would die, um, if the brothers, die, if these men die and they and, and they both have a brother, each one's gonna have to do halitza to both wives, um, and. Um, if uh, one has one brother, the other one has another brother, has two brothers, so the one with one will have to do chalitza to both. The one with two will have to do, will do one can do chalitza, the other one can do yibam. If they both do yibam, we allow them to remain married, but this order is very crucial. You always need the chalitza done before anybody can do yibam, because otherwise it is yibam of shok, and that's the chiddush. Okay, which took us to the raya, actually, that does prove that rub is not correct. Cases, there's a man with five sons, another man with five daughters, and he says, one of your daughters should be married to one of my sons. And we said, what you're going to have to do is, since it was not specified, each of the five sons is going to have to give a get. So every girl here is receiving five gitin. Um, a busy day for the mesader, let's just say. Um, if one of, the, one of the brothers dies, so then you're going to have four gitin, and one of the brothers is going to have to chalitza to all of the five women, five daughters. Okay, um, now what are you going to say? Um, maybe it was known. It's very clear that it was never known because it was right away said, one of your daughters to one of my sons. And that's a disproof to Rava. And the bottom line is, we pass on like Abaya, Kedushin, Shemusron, Labia, have a Kedushin. Even though you could not consummate that Marriage, it doesn't matter, it's still a marriage that needs a get, etc. Okay, which took us to the analysis of the story of the five women with the men coming up and getting fruit. So Rav says, I hear from this Mishnah four halachos. Three of them I'm sure of that the Mishnah is saying. The one of them, 
What is that? Um, basically, if you're Makadish with Perishvius, it is good Kiddushan, even though Perishvius actually is technically Hefkar, so anybody can have it, so maybe it doesn't count as something that you can marry with. So that's one Kiddush. Kiddush number two is that when you make Kiddushan with what's stolen, it's not a good Kiddushan, even if it's stolen from the woman herself, it's still not a good Kiddushan. We don't assume that she's Mocha. Because um, it says that it was theirs, but it was Shviyas. implies that if it was theirs and not Shviyas, it would be a problem. Uh, and it's only because it was Shviyas, so therefore even though it was theirs, Shviyas makes it after, and therefore he's entitled to it, and it's not really stealing. Okay, so that's the implication. Um, and the third one is, is that a woman can be a Shliach to receive Kiddush on behalf of herself and the other women altogether. Um even though um, she is in the process becoming a sister wife, so to speak, with these other with these other la- ladies, it still works. What's the um, what's the fourth thing that he didn't want to say? This question of kedushin shemis from labia, and the reason why he doesn't list it is because he's not sure which is the correct interpretation, like Abaye or like Rabbit, But it is addressing seemingly what's the status of the two sisters. Just a question of how you interpret the Mishnah. Okay. Reb Zeira went up to Eretz Yisrael and he said it is over from Rav to Reb Yechanan. And Reb Yechanan says, Rav says such a thing? And what do you mean Rav says such a thing? He himself says such a thing. Um, Reb Yechanan says, Neither can be Makdish, which makes sense that if that's the case, then you can't be, uh, can't, you can't be Makdish it, you can't marry Anisha with it either. So he's saying, no, he's surprised that Rav agrees with him on that. Which brings us to a different statement, which says that somebody marries a lady with Gezel, Chamas, or Gneva, or he took money from her and Ms. Makadish, her, it is a good Kiddushin. So that doesn't fit in with, the, with Rav's din. So the Gemara says that's because it was stolen from her. Uh, so the Gemara says, but uh, if he, if the safest says that he stole it from her. Doesn't that imply that the Rasha is not stolen from her? No, the Gemara says, no. We're clarifying. What do we mean? It was a case where it was from her. Okay? Um, how so? He took a, a seller out of her hand and it was Makadash. Ah, even that is where Rav says that it's not a not Even that, he said, is not a good Kiddushin. That's a good difference is whether there was a Shidduch or not. Meaning, if she already agreed that she wants to marry him, now it's a matter of actually marriage. So even if he stole it from her, she's Michael because he wants, she wants to be married to him, and then he gives it to her. Okay. But if there's no Shidduch, it's out of the blue, so then there's no assumption that she's agreeing or is Mochel or anything like that. And that was the case of the five daughters, um, five girls that he married. Had it been stolen, it wouldn't have been a good Kiddushin, because we, so, it wouldn't have been Michael. Yes. Shidduch used to be the way to to get married. Yeah. Could, couldn't it be that? It's still they, the way. They still do Shidduch. But you can find a Baimikre, somebody, without the Shidduch. No, Shidduch here, Shidduch just means that they, they're... That somebody's arranging them. The, no, no, Shidduch means that they, 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 are, they, they know each other and they agree to marry. It's not out of the blue. That's all it means in this context. Like today that they, yeah, no, you're they right. Yeah, that is what it means. It still means the same thing, but what we mean it in our context 
in our context, we're using the word shidduch to mean that they know each other and they already agreed to marry. That's all. It's not out of the blue. Okay? He's not showing up with a ring for the first time. No, 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 no. That's what it's saying. My daughter has in the other west guest every Shabbos. Right, and then they the meet. Table, then she might happen to know somebody and... She'll meet somebody that way. Okay. That's and without a shida, without a shakante, they might invite each other. So Okay, but they'll still know each other. We're talking they, I mean, about... get to know each other and get out. Right. Okay. And date, let's call it. Right. Oh, yeah, but what we mean with the shadach here means, as far as this thing, okay, that they really beforehand know each other and they agree to marry. That's what it means in this context. You understand? Okay. Um, okay, there's a case of a lady that was busy washing her feet in a basin, and a fellow comes, he grabs money from somebody, if, and, and he throws it to her, and he says, marry me with this. So um, they came to Rava, and Rava says, nobody's chashish to Rav Shimon that says that this is Yehoshir, and therefore it's stolen, and it's not a good kiddushan, and it's nothing. Okay. Um, uh, next case was a sharecropper who married with a handful of onions, uh, he gave it to a lady, and he, a Rava says, um, that's not a good condition because you're, you're a sharecropper. You, these are not your onions. You can just help yourself to onions. So it's stolen. If, however, it's the size of a, like a bunch, it was a bunch of onions that you stand, they used to divide it up in bunches. So then that would be something with, that he would be able to keep track of. And he's like, I have one bunch, you have a bunch. So therefore that is like, um, they can... Uh, um, they can actually, um, basically, that, that that would be, uh, since it could be, he has a right to it, so then it would be a good kiddush. There was a case of the, uh, the, they used to have one person owned the dates, and the other person was the skilled beer maker, mead, okay? So the the one who did the making of the beer was Mekad Shanisha with the pressed dates, or whatever the soak the after they poured off the beer the the watered down dates so um so the owner of the of the actual date said why don't you give the stronger stuff so the shaila was does he mean to say that i'm i'm fine with the fact that you are taking this to marry the lady with or is he saying uh, you know what business do you have stealing from me so rafa says he, the idea of saying that i'm fine with it is only by truma because by truma we have this halacha that if somebody takes truma off for his neighbor and the neighbor comes and finds it and he says, oh, you should have taken the nicer stuff to give to the truma. If there is nicer stuff, we believe that he really means it. If there isn't any nicer stuff, it means that he's basically against it and then it's not a good truma. Okay? So that's unique to truma because it's a very strong possibility that the guy wants to give the truma and therefore it's, he's not really upset as opposed to over here where the guy has no rights to it so just because he said, take the nicer, he's just embarrassed, but really doesn't mean it, and it's not a good uh, kiddushin at all. Okay, next, uh, Mishnah is talking about a case, somebody's Makadish and Isha with his portion from, as a Kohen. So Kohen is in the Beis Mikdash. he's entitled to a portion from the Karbanas, 
and he marries the lady with it. So, um, uh, his portion. Yeah, you know he's good. He, the, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. As he worked in the base of Mikdash, everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. cut a piece of the meat or sure, whatever. Sure. So he wants That's to marry the lady there. with that piece. Can he That's do it? Be like yeah, why not? It's worth. It's a piece of meat. It's worth a pruta, or a piece of carbon uh, mincha, matzah, whatever it is. So um, it's not a good kiddushin. Uh-huh. No, if it's Meiser Sheni with the Shogeg or Meizet, then it's also not a good kiddushin according to a mayor, but according to a Yudid. If it's Shogeg, it's not, but Meizet it is. And by Agdish, it's the other way around. But Meizet, it's Kadosh and not B'Shogeg, according to a mayor. And the Rebuda says the other way around. B'Shogeg, it is good, and B'Meizet, it's not good. So, question is, the Mishnah seemingly not like Rabbi Yisrael who says that uh, when it says, Amal Amal Bashem, it's telling me that Kachim Kalim is your money, Rabbi Yisrael says. So the Mishnah says, no, not necessarily true. It could be that Rabbi Yisrael is agreeing with our Mishnah, but he's talking about while it's alive. Once it's slaughtered, it's not really theirs. It's what we call Mishochen Gavay Kazachu. And that's the story. And that's why it says, Mekash Bechelkoi. Chelkoi is after it's divided up, after the animal slaughtered. That's a different story. So we mentioned, we, we ended off with a story with, uh, um, the, the, once Rameir died, so Rabbi Yudah made a rule, he said, don't let any of Rameir to meet him into my yeshiva. He says, they're, not, they're just trying to show me how smart they are. They're not trying to learn anything. And they want to show how make me feel stupid. Not interested. Okay. So anyway, meantime, Sumchus came in and he said over Allah, what was Allah that he said? He said over this Mishnah. He said that Rameir, my rabbi, said, if you mekash bechelkai, whether kach kachim or kachim kalim, it's not a good, uh, not a good kiddushin. Um, so Rebuta is uh, very upset. He says, why'd you let Sumchus in? He said, not right. Okay? Um, they're just trying to make me feel uh, like, like I don't know anything. Because they're not coming to learn. How can it be that uh, a man's marrying with a portion of Kachem Kachem? Kachem Kachem is not even allowed to leave the Makam of the Azara, which only Kahanam are allowed there. And how, do you, how can it possibly be that the lady's there to receive it? So, meantime, Rebut got upset. Rameir, and so Rebiosi says, Look, Rameir is dead. Rebut is upset. Um, what's going to be, and I'm quiet, when, uh, who's going to learn Torah? So he went, he got up and he said over what could be, how the Mishnah could make sense. The way it makes sense is, he says, first of all, could be the father is receiving Kiddushan, he's a Kohen, and he's receiving Kiddushan on behalf of his daughter. That's one possibility. Possibility number two is that she appointed a Shliach of the Kohen to receive it on her behalf. Or number three, she walked in, and now, you know, she forced herself in, and it's possible that she got in. She wasn't allowed to, but she's possible. So anyway, that's the story. Anyway, uh, what's the bottom line? So Rabbi Yudha says that it's Mikudeshes. Rabbi Yudha says it's not Mikudeshes. Okay, and it all uh, goes back to the Pasuk. Um, Rabbi Yechonin says that it's coming from the Pasuk of Zeyel Chom Mikudesh Two ways to learn what it means, Minoesh. Rabbi Yudha says it's yours, Minoesh, meaning yours for whatever need. So you're entitled to your portion, it's yours, and therefore you could be Mekadosh with it. Rabbi Yudha says, no, it's like the H, just like H, it's only for eating. So too, whatever portion they get is only for eating, and it doesn't really belong to them. 
And that's that. That's the end of that piece. So we got